Welcome to the Getting to Clarity podcast. The place where busy leaders discover how to create more success in their leadership journey with less sacrifice in their life. Here's your host, Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity. Hey, hello, and welcome back. I am Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity, and this is another episode of the Getting to Clarity show. This is the place where busy leaders come to get the tips, tools, and techniques that they need to create more success in their professional life with less sacrifice in their personal or who they are in the process. So let's dive into our topic today. We are talking about work-life balance, how to stay connected to your personal life as a busy leader. Well, you're a busy professional. You've got a jam-packed schedule, and you probably have a growing list of responsibilities because you're probably the person that everybody goes to to get things done. Now, it's easy to get caught up in the whirlwind of everything going on, and sometimes we tend to focus on the professional life and lose sight of the personal one. But here's the thing. Staying connected with your personal life isn't just good for you. It is essential for authentic leadership because authentic leadership is your whole self in your leadership. And that means your personal life too. So when you're in tune with yourself, you're better equipped to connect genuinely and authentically with your team and be able to move forward with your team, with your organization, with trust, respect, and collaboration. So what exactly is work-life balance really? Well, It's often talked about as this elusive ideal where you're supposed to equally juggle your professional responsibilities in your personal life. But let's get real for a moment. The term itself can be a bit misleading. Why? Because the idea of balance suggests that life can be neatly divided into equal parts, and that's just not how it works. There is no work-life balance. So let's forget the outdated notion of work-life balance as a 50-50 split between your job and your personal life. The real deal is about aligning, and that's an important word, your time and your energy with what genuinely matters to you. It is a blending, and I like that word much better, blending of personal and professional that is constantly adjusted based on your current priorities And, you know, whether that is a crucial work project or it's quality time with loved ones. So instead of striving for a perfect balance, aim for a fulfilling blend of work and life that makes you feel whole. And that is the goal. So having this approach instead not only makes you a more effective leader, but it also enriches your personal life and it creates a positive cycle that benefits you and everyone around you, including the people that work with you. Okay, there's a way forward. And you know me, I like to share strategies. I'm going to give you the steps to do this. So one of the problems that I have with the theory of work-life balance theory uh, is that it's a linguistic generalization. So what does that mean? It means that we equally weigh the importance of work with every other area of our life. And that just isn't so. There are areas of your life that are more important than other areas of life right now in this moment. And that's because of circumstances that you're experiencing. 
So the metaphor that I like to use with my audiences and with my clients is that it's like cooking Thanksgiving dinner. So I cook Thanksgiving dinner for my family and I've got a big dual fuel six burner range in my kitchen. And when I'm cooking Thanksgiving dinner, you better believe I got all six burners going. But not everything is on a high burner. Not everything is on the front burner. Because depending on where I'm at in the meal preparation, some things have to go to the back burner. And that doesn't mean that you turn it off and that it gets cold. It means that you put a low flame underneath it and you just keep an eye on it. And that is what happens with you in your life. It's not focusing on everything. It's focusing on the things that truly matter to you in that moment or in that phase of life. So here's an easy exercise that you can do to give you clarity. I love it when people get clarity on what is most important to you right now. So first, consider the six generally accepted areas of life, career, family, relationships, personal development, spirituality, and health and fitness. Put them in order of importance, one through six. Whatever's in the number one slot is most important. Whatever's in the number six slot is the least important, knowing that they can all be important. But I want to force you to prioritize them so that you get clarity on what is most important to you. All right. The next step is to take the same six areas of life and prioritize them in order of how you spend your time. And if you have trouble with that, just take a look at your calendar, your checkbook, or your credit card statements, because they will tell you where you spend your time. All right, so that gives you clarity. So step one is to do this exercise and take stock of what's really important to you right now. Step two is to identify the gaps. Look at the disparities between your two lists. These are the, the gaps that are your wake-up call. Where are the gaps that bother you? Because there will be some ba- um, gaps and you'll think, okay, I, I've got a handle on it. I have strategies in place that, you know, even though they compete, I'm doing a good job of it. But there's going to be some others possibly that pull at you, that you know it isn't where you want it to be. And um, the gaps that bother you, that shows you where your time and energy are misaligned with what uh, really matters to you. Okay. Step three, make conscious choices with this new information. Start reallocating your time to close those gaps a bit. But what I encourage you to do is not to focus on more than three areas of life. So if it's career, what are the other two areas of life? Um, Otherwise, you just end up adding a lot to your plate and getting stressed again. And I want more than that for you. This isn't about balancing, quote unquote, your life. It's about making conscious choices that align with your current priorities. Step four, communicate your priorities. Share your clarity with your team and with your family. When they understand where you're coming from, then building genuine connections and creating a supportive environment becomes a whole lot easier. Then finally, step five, revisit and revise because life is ever-changing. Make it a habit to revisit this exercise. Maybe it is quarterly or twice a year. Maybe it's yearly, but schedule it. It takes minutes to do and it gives you such great information. You get to choose what's most important to you. And so start here. Your first step is to do this exercise. It's a simple yet powerful tool that can bring you immense clarity to your life, to your leadership. 
Once you've identified your gaps, you're well on your way to becoming a more authentic and effective leader. And you can help your teams do the same. So for more insights on my Clarity Driven Leadership Programming, uh, for other strategies, then head on over to www.debbiepetersonspeaks.com. And until the next time, here is wishing you all the clarity that you deserve. Take care and bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Getting to Clarity podcast with Debbie Peterson. If you enjoyed this show, please rate and recommend it on iTunes or wherever you enjoy your podcasts. To learn more about how you can bring Debbie and her transformational clarity leadership strategies to your organization, visit DebbiePetersonSpeaks.com.